Welcome to Design Much with Andy and Patrick. I like your this horse background that you use uh, every time we record. I, I really love it. I don't think I've told you this before. Yeah, I think uh, it really speaks to me, you know, like my interest, my likes in this world. Um, I'm a, a big horse guy, Patrick. That's yeah. why I have horses in my, my virtual background. <laughs> I, th- I think it's really funny, like when, when, when companies, when these, these platforms, you know, they, they come up with their backgrounds, like, they're always just so random, you know, like, they are. you're on the beach, like, <laughs> the Zoom, I think the default for Zoom one is like, you're on the beach, like, I'm, I'm calling in from the beach team. <laughs> Why don't they? And, and this one, this one. <laughs> the horse background. Yeah, th- this one that I've chosen, I'm like in the wild, and there's there's just a, a stampede of horses running behind me because nothing says I'm ready to get <laughs> get to talking to you about you know more than I'm having a bunch of wild horses in in the background. So yeah, well, and they are they are they do look like wild horses. Like you're in the middle of like a field, <laughs> not not even a field, but like in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> the interesting part too is like the the background is white, so like they've they've like bleached out the whatever the, whatever the photography is there's no sky in the background it's just white yeah so that's interesting too it reminds me of the album cover of uh old town road that's what it reminds me of maybe that's what they were going for a little old oh, town maybe. road action yeah maybe that was direct inspiration uh for yeah. this image you never know or maybe old town road has been checking out uh, Google Meet and they, they saw those and that's their inspiration. Maybe they were inspired oh, by this image. Yeah. <laughs> I love how I called them. I, I called that group of people Old Town Road. Road. I'm sorry. Called, yeah, I'm, them? I'm you very mean, out of touch. You mean Lil Nas? That's what you mean? Lil Nas. Yeah, Lil whoever Nas that X? dude is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, why don't they... Like I had this thought months ago, but why don't they like go to people's home offices like like find some people's home offices and then set up a camera on their desk you know and then like remove the chair and then just snap a photo and then offer that as a background like that would make because even the backgrounds they do of like offices aren't the right angle it's like they're always like a weird (laughs) so none of them look believable ever (laughs) or they're like like some of them are just extra super nice which obviously people don't know you don't live in like a mansion with you know crazy mm-hmm. de- you know decor in the background or anything but yeah some of them are just like weird angles like you're like are you floating in the middle of a kitchen or are you yeah what are you, like what are you doing <laughs> you know what i did the the best way to go patrick um the thing that i learned you know during these these pandemic times um one that resonated the most with people which i don't use anymore but I, I just found a, a flat, you know, like bookshelf, an image of a flat bookshelf, which just had some stuff on it. Took that into Photoshop and I kind of added a, a nice little like lens, like Gaussian blur to it. Oh, yeah. And then I put that behind me. So like it, it wasn't like a weird angle or anything, um, but it looked like I it, like my image had like some depth to it. Like I had some depth of field so yeah. they couldn't quite see like the books or anything. So it, it looked believable and some people actually thought it was real. And oh, I started nice. asking about the books I had behind me. And it also gave me lots of credibility because I had so many books, you know, just just at hand's reach. I was at that point just a very intelligent person. And so yeah. um, if you're looking for the right background, 
either do what I'm doing now, um, just having a stampede of wild horses behind you, mm-hmm. or get like a, a bookshelf, st- uh, just a straight, yeah. you know, perpendicular b- bookshelf. Um, and you know, I think you'll you'll go really far with your video yeah. calls. I think you'll. I think if you put books behind you too, I think. I think <laughs> yeah. when you have like your one-on-one with your boss or whatever, he's gonna think you know he she's gonna think you're more intelligent and and give you a raise. I think that's what's gonna happen. I have gotten many raises ever since. Yeah, <laughs> so. you have Andy. You have that many books at home, and I like how you blurted out so that they couldn't read any of the titles. Like, yeah. just enough so it wasn't like recognizable. So they couldn't even ask you. They couldn't be like, "Hey, that's is that uh, what, is that is that Mein Kampf that? back there?" Yeah, is that Mein Kampf? Are you reading? Are you reading that? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, Andy. Very nice. Yeah, you, you got to put the you got to put the nice designer touch on it. You know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of designer touches, um, what's our topic for today, Andy? Let's find out. What's our um, glorious design topic of the day? <laughs> so um, our randomly chosen topic today, Patrick, um, comes from username anonymous. Another anonymous. Uh, listener name anonymous. So this is another anonymous listener sent in um, via our survey, uh, the, the Design Much podcast survey that was recently sent out and will be in the show notes of this episode if you, dear listener, want to give us your feedback as well as a topic or two. Um, yep. Feel free to follow that link in the show notes. Go take that survey. And I want to clarify anonymous here. We're not talking about the conspiracy group anonymous, are we? We're not, that's not who we're, we're not talking about like QAnon or anything like that. Are we? I, this is, this you know, is purely... I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I did so not, I is. honestly didn't track who this is. So yeah. it could be, it, it could be. But when um, we say anonymous, anybody. we're just talking specifically about, we don't know who this person is. That's right. Not yeah. this comes from the conspiracy theory group online. I just wanted to make that. <laughs> That's a good distinction. So, Thanks so, for so stupid. I just I just didn't want to confuse anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. When they said submitted the topic, they just didn't put their name in it, and then I put as the person's name anonymous. You know, so. They didn't say the name anonymous, so at least we know that. Okay. <laughs> they don't go by anonymous. Um, but um, our our unknown listener uh, wrote in um, asking a pretty interesting question: uh, How to work better with your manager? What? How mm. to work better with your manager? And I think this mm. is great because in our last episode we talked a little bit about. Uh, managers working with their their employees. Mm-hmm. I think we had some some really interesting insight there. So now um, this one I think f- flows into that nicely. How can you, as an IC, as an individual contributor, uh, work better with your manager? Hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Andy? I'm gonna throw this one on you this time. Oh man, yeah. So I think that it's really important that you work well with your manager. I think for for your happiness at a company, um, I think that a lot of that comes from the relationship that you have with your manager. If your manager is somebody who, um, you know, gives you opportunity to grow, um, pushes you to be better, 
um, is someone that's like doing what a, a good manager should, you're going to be happy. But of course, it, it is a relationship. It, like, it goes two ways, right? Um, the manager can only do so much. Um, so I think, I think the top thing that I'm going to say in terms of um, working better with your manager is um, that communication. I think it's really important that uh, you as an IC um, communicate what your thoughts are, what your feelings are, what your your wants, needs, and desires are so that your manager can know how they can, <laughs> how they can best serve you. You know, um, I think that's the first step is making sure that you have like open communication to where your manager can communicate to you and give you feedback. Um, and you can tell your manager how you're feeling and give them feedback. Um, I think that's the first step is, is opening that up and, and making sure that you can talk back and forth. Um, because from there, then your manager can know how to best help you, mm-hmm. how to, to help you grow, what, what your strengths and weaknesses are, you know. Well, and communication is so key, too, because you're going to have times when you disagree with your manager, when you, you know, need, need some help from your manager, when something's happening at home and you need to deal with that at home and you can't come to work and, like, all that kind of stuff, like, communication is so key and I think managers need to know sort of what's going on with you because it's it's their job to understand that right and if they don't understand that that's when they start to get uh, spooked right they start to get worried about what's going on in your life and so you know I think communication is always like like being open with your manager and discussing you know discussing what's going on discussing everything with your manager is is nice because then it allows your manager to like not have to worry about you so much like if you're just if you're never communicating then the manager's always like what's happening you know like are they okay are they not okay (laughs) but i think that's something that individual contributors should understand is that it's their job it's your manager's job to know what's happening and unless you unless you tell your manager what's happening he he or she can't ask enough questions to understand right and mm-hmm. obviously as an individual contributor if your manager is coming over to you all the time asking you questions um because they need to try to understand what's happening or they understand you better or whatever then you're obviously not doing a good job of of giving them the feedback that they need right yeah um i think it's like any relationship that you have with anything um the more communication i mean you, there's always a level you've we hear that term a lot, like you can't over communicate, but I think you can, mm-hmm. I think you can definitely overshare on some level. Like, like there's a lot of stuff that the person maybe doesn't need to know necessarily to do their job <laughs> adequately, but at sure. the same time, like you, you have to be open enough to, I, I mean, an example is for me as a manager was when one of my employees I knew was struggling and I found out I couldn't figure out why or how. Like they just never opened up to me. And then later on, um, through the grapevine, right? I found out that the rest of my team knew they were struggling with stuff, but I oh. never did. But I'm the one that's in the position to actually help them. And the rest of my team couldn't help them, obviously, right? So it's like, yeah. it's like I can as a manager, you can only. You can only do so much if the if the person's never going to open up to you, right? So like, 
mm-hmm. be be open and and be willing to communicate with your manager you know all the time especially when yeah. they're asking for your feedback or they're asking for stuff you know and I, yeah i love that that's a really great example and i think something sometimes when i've struggled um patrick you know i am not much i am a quiet person you know mm-hmm. like i uh, i'm an also in, in a lot of cases, in a lot of ways, an easygoing person. Like I'm always like, yeah, things are going great, you know. <laughs> so um, it's it's definitely like my nature to to just always be like, yeah, it's it's good, you know. Um, I'm doing fine. <laughs> and there's so there's one thing that I've really learned, um, and it's to try to assess yourself, actually see how you are feeling, try to understand some of the ways. Um, so let's say you're not feeling great about work. Um, it's important to try to figure out why you're not feeling great about work. You know, what, what is the, the cause of, of that, you know, of that stress or that, um, that upset feeling that you're having with, with work um, so that you can communicate it. You can go and just be like, I, I you know, I, I'm not doing great here. <laughs> but if your manager doesn't know why, then that's definitely a problem. <laughs> they, they can't actually help you if they don't know the, the root cause. They don't know, yeah. you know, uh, how to fix that problem. So that's something to consider. And along those same lines, there's something I've really learned. Um, so when I joined Workfront, uh, they they had this one uh, uh, a webinar, not a webinar, just like a, a, a lunch and learn or something, where they taught us about um, prepping for your manager one-on-ones. And this hmm. this meeting was like so awesome and so informative that you know our our, our HR team ran, and basically they they gave us a template. And this template was something that, that you, as an IC, that you need to prepare for when you're going into those meetings. And this is something I had never considered. When you're going into these one-on-ones with your manager, that meeting is actually like for you. It's like up to you to come up with the, the stuff you're supposed to talk about. And I had never considered that before. I always thought like the manager should be running that meeting and asking me all the questions. Um, but again, it's really about like you voicing how you're doing so your manager can help you and so what that i took a lot out of that that first concept of like you need to prepare for this meeting as an ic um, more than your manager really does Um, and what what they went over in that call was um, basically you should come and and what i've done from this is basically i've taken this template and i just copy it every time i get ready for my one-on-one and i just talk i just write down the things that my talking points so i can remember them so I can remember to communicate them. Um, and also like if something happens during the week or maybe we're having like a, you know, every other week sort of meeting, you know, with my manager and if something happens and I forget, then that thing can't get resolved or we can't move past it very easily. And then I might remember it, it comes up again later. Um, so having this this sort of template, this this thing helps me really um, write down the things that are they're challenging to me. Um, or the the talking points that I want to have with my manager, so I can make sure to um, communicate them and find resolutions and find you know ways of growth as a as a person. And so I kind of want to describe a little bit about what what is in that template that that I use typically. Um, basically, there's a section starting off that where you are able to list your challenges, opportunities, and support. So basically, here you're able to talk about you know what what issues you're having with being able to perform your job. Um, so maybe some ideas or opportunities that you're seeing that maybe somebody you know else isn't considering um, in another area of the of, of the company or something like that. And also like, you know, 
you can take the time to ask for support. I might need more help um, with this. Um, I might need another designer to give me some more feedback, something like that. Um, something else as well that's on this is, is also development goals and planning. So here in this section, you're essentially talking about like how you are um, developing as a designer. If you are a mid-level designer, you know what are the next steps you need to take in order to get to a senior? So talking about those goals, making those plans, and basically discussing that stuff with your manager. So that's always really awesome. And then the final section is feedback, which is, of course, um, really great. It's great for you to ask as a designer for feedback from the manager on specific things or on general things, or for you to give your manager feedback um, about them or about, you know, the company, the organization, about how, how things are going in the design org um, as you perceive it as a designer, um, or you know how, how things are going in, in, at, all around in the company. So having this, this sort of template and this thing for me to just be able to be ready for this meeting has always been really great uh, for me to be able to prep for that, to have my talking points so I can remember to discuss the things I want to discuss and you know actually give my manager you know what what she needs to help me progress to help me you know keep moving as a designer so that's been really helpful for me and it'd be a tip that i would recommend uh, many designers you know come into those one-on-ones with so the template is is the first section is like challenges opportunities and support like what what's an example like what would be an example of something you would ask there like like is that where you kind of say like hey you write down like I'm really struggling with, you know, this thing in my squad or whatever. I'm really struggling with this. Like, how can you help me? Is it is it kind of like a ask for help type thing, or is it like, mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, like so essentially like like the biggest challenges I'm currently facing, um, and list of ways my manager can help me. Um, you know, things my manager should know but might not. Oh, okay. uh, so those are like some 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 ideas there, um, and also like just asking the question, what's going on with the business? <laughs> so like, yeah. um, how how are we doing as a company? It's um, an opportunity to ask something like that. So so yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of things you can do, and and what I actually have in my template is I actually have a list of those examples in each one of those sections, so I can remember you know what what each one means and um, be able to help me form you know these these talking points a lot better. Um, if, if I'm not sure what to talk about. So I always try to have something in each one of these sections before I, you know, have my one-on-one, if I yeah. do remember <laughs> to have it already. But So, um, yeah, this is interesting that, to me because I've never, I've never, I mean, you know this, like I, I don't think I've ever had a formal one-on-one. I think it's always been like, you know, hey, Andy, how's it going? And then we kind of let the conversation happen. I always, in yeah. the back of my mind as the manager, I always had, um, you know, mostly it's always been just mostly concerned about like how they're doing and the challenges that they're facing. Right. Like that's always been the place that I've focused on, but I like what you put with like the goals and planning and then how you had in that template for feedback. Is this, is this, is this template something, I mean, obviously I think your manager has the same template, right? So is this something that they could reciprocate on their end as well? Or is is it mostly just you having this conversation with them? Yeah, so the way it was presented to me and the way that I've liked it, like um, it's kind of like the IC is in in charge of coming up with the talking yeah. points essentially, um, because the meeting is like it kind of comes down to being their meeting. It's really their time to talk about you know 
their growth and their needs. Um, so the manager could, could definitely come and have these talking points if they want to. There's, I don't think it should be formal. Um, what I'm saying is like, here's, here's a great thing to remind you that you should, here's, here's a place you can add those questions. You know, if, if you're thinking about them at a certain moment, um, to prep for your next one-on-one, um, and it's a place for you to like, to make sure you have everything you need in terms of talking points. So you don't forget anything, um, or your manager doesn't forget something, you know? So it's kind of, it's really on, I think, I think it could be on both, you know, it could be on both people bringing this information to the meeting, but I feel like it's more on the IC, um, that should, that should bring these talking points mostly. Yeah. So it's still, it's still more conversational. It's not like, Hey, Hey, welcome yeah. Andy. Welcome to your one-on-one Andy yeah. at Adobe. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about uh, challenges for one second. It's not like that, right? It's yeah. Like, it's no, more like yeah. you just got a thing, like, and maybe you don't, maybe not every time you're using these things, but like, yeah, so it's just, it's more conversational. Like, hey, I've been struggling with this. Hey, um, we talked about, you know, me doing mentorship more last week. Like, were you able, manager, to get me somebody to mentor? And then, like, hey, yeah. manager, like, um, you know, I thought you really mean in the critique last week. Like, I think that's, I think you shouldn't be as mean. Like that, like yeah. that's kind of more the way it would just like flow, right? It would just be like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't have to go like, oh, you can't talk about feedback yet. That's in the last section. You know, it's not anything <laughs> like that. It's definitely like, it's just a way for you to like, um, put the stuff down that you, you feel like you can talk about. It'll help you formalize your thoughts a lot better, yeah. I think. Um, so that's, that's helped me. Um, it may or may not help, you know, you listener as, um, as you prepare for your one-on-ones, but it, it could be something to try out. Um, I think it, it, it could be an interesting thing to, to consider. Like this is your meeting, your manager can come and be like, what's up, you know? And then you just start yeah. talking. <laughs> and I think that's what the way it honestly kind of should be like your manager should be really good at listening, um, to you, uh, and help you, you know, based on what you're saying, instead of kind of your manager leading leading you you know and holding your hand the whole way yeah i think i think i think it's interesting to have this conversation as manager and ic outside of like we work together because i i find i always struggle with one-on-ones in the fact that i feel like i have to pry things out of people most of the time you know Mm -hmm. like i would freaking love it if i was like i mean this is just selfish but like i would love this like if I just came in, like if I had a couple of these from the manager perspective, like, oh, I need to talk to him about, you know, this, I heard, you know, this challenge or whatever, and I got some feedback from him from another employee or something like, I would write that down for sure. But I think it would be really great for me from a manager standpoint to be like, uh, back to the communication thing of like, hey, it's our, like, like, welcome to our one-on-one, you know, like we sit Mm -hmm. down and it's like, hey, what's going on? And then have them tell me what's going on. But it's usually like, like kind of to your point, it's always been like, uh, it's okay, you know. I mean, it's you know, and then it's a lot of like, it's a lot of like thinking about like what happened this week, and so yeah, I think exactly. it would be nice. I mean, selfishly for me, it would be nice because I feel like I'm like prying more than you know. Then I feel like I'm micromanaging, right? Which mm-hmm. I think when I when I look at micromanagement now from my perspective, being a manager for the last few years. Um, I feel like that it's really easy to micromanage when you don't know what's happening and that's why you're micromanaging. Yeah. And a lot of times it does come <laughs> down to the, the individual contributor just not, not being willing to talk to you about stuff 
for whatever reason, right? And uh, yeah, and and maybe there's maybe there's some trust in there too. You know, building some trust and stuff in there too. But yeah, I think I think from my perspective, I, I kind of look at it similar to what you were saying with with you know having a template being prepared for one on ones is like an IC does need to be like I think a lot of I think a lot of individual contributors. Um, you know, don't necessarily purposely hide things from their manager, but I think they just don't talk about them with their manager. And it's kind of yeah. ironic because that's, that's the manager's job. You know, that's where I always get my <laughs> most frustrated is like, dude, it's when I find when I find out something half the time, it's too late. And I'm like, how did I not know about this? You know, like, uh-huh. did I not like, and then I always go back on myself. Like, yes. did I not ask the right questions? Am I like a shitty manager? Am I like, do they hate me? Like you always go back to that rather than just like they didn't mention it or it, it, it just didn't, you know, I love this. Dude, I freaking love this like template of the of the one on one because really that one on one is kind of the central, you know, there's communication everywhere. But I think that's really the central place weekly or every other week where you have that time to just, you know, really like thoroughly and thoughtfully communicate with with your manager yeah. and get a nice yeah. sort of update on what's happening. And I think, I think what's, what's hard too is like when I, I think previous to this exercise that I, that I do now, I would come into my one-on-ones not having taken one second to think back of, you know, what happened in, yeah. in retrospect. <laughs> like, so I'm like, okay, I can't remember anything. So I'm doing good, I guess, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. but, but this, this actually makes me, prep before the meeting and I have to take some time on my own without any like pressure of being in a conversation of just think about what happened. Um, or even if it's happening now, I can jump in and throw this in for my next one-on-one and just like, you know, put this line item. Um, so this is great because it helps me be more thoughtful about what my needs are. Um, cause that, that, that was my problem before. I think Patrick, when you were my manager, I think you had to pry things out of me all the time because I wouldn't remember <laughs> what happened between our last one-on-one. I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Everything's great. I, I went and had some snacks this morning, um, had two meetings. That's as far back as I can remember. So I guess we're great. Yeah. <laughs> you so know, I can't remember okay. this huge, horrible thing yeah. that happened like two days ago. <laughs> so remember that giant fight you had with your PM yeah yesterday that made you <laughs> yeah. go home and punch your dog or whatever like you just yeah yes exactly um. <laughs> I love it man I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna try this I'm gonna I'm gonna formulate some kind of template for for my team to start using because yeah. I think I honestly think it, this would help out so much and I think so. And I think kind of going, I also want to touch back for a second on what you were saying before, because I thought this was really interesting. Like you were saying like you like this, uh, this sort of format for selfish reasons. Like you feel like you have to pry things out of people. Um, for a second, I want to talk to like the, you listener, that's an individual contributor. Like that's the most important part. Like imagine when you're doing usability tests with users, do you prefer when you have a user that's very vocal and very like, mm-hmm. You know, you reminded them at the beginning of the usability test, um, as you're going through this test, feel free to speak what you're thinking, you know, let me know, like, you know, what, what thoughts you're having throughout this process. And usually they don't. And so you have to pry it out of them. You have to be like, okay, 
So tell me what you're thinking right now. You seem to be struggling with clicking on that button and you have to, you have to ask them those specific, you know, like those questions to get their thoughts. Um, and I think as a manager, you have to do the same thing. So if you kind of put yourself in the, the shoes of a manager, um, what they're trying to do, at least if you have a good manager, what they're trying to do is they're trying to help you be better. They're trying to help you do your job as best you can and help you grow and do your job even better. And the more you communicate, the more you tell them what you're thinking, just like your users should do when they're doing usability tests with you, um, the more information you get out of them and the more information your manager gets out of you and can find a way to help you. So I think I think that analogy works perfectly because as a as a designer doing usability tests, you just want to help those users do better. Like that's the whole goal. And you have to ask them specific questions without trying to bias them. And it's really hard to do that. And your manager has to do the same thing with you because they're trying to kind of design a better world for you, just like you are for your users. So the more vocal you are with them. And again, of course, that does go back to the very first point of being communic communicative. Um, but the more vocal you are with them, the more open you are with them and vulnerable, um, the better um, experience you're going to be able to have, uh, the more you'll be able to grow as your manager can help you. Mm -hmm. No, that's so true. That's a, that's a great analogy. Like, especially for our designers, for designers, because they, they can see it from their perspective when the user's like, doesn't say anything, <laughs> clicks <Yeah>. through everything, <laughs> doesn't get frustrated, doesn't show any emotion or yeah it doesn't isn't a human you're like well that guy sucked you know or yeah he was a bad <laughs> user tester <laughs> didn't give me anything <laughs> and I, I think a lot of that also i i imagine a lot of that comes from trust um so i think yeah. that probably has to be built out it's you know I, I am sitting here saying you should be more open as a designer to your manager but it's hard to do if you don't trust your manager. You're not sure what their intentions are, if they really are trying to help you, you know? <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I think both of you need to work on a relationship of trust so that you would be open enough to communicate what your, your needs and goals are. Um, and the manager, as a manager, I feel like you need to help establish and lay a groundwork of trust as well between that because you are, you know, you're the, the one with the power. <laughs> uh, you're the one that can, uh, you know, bring them into this company and kick them out of the company, right? Um, so you have to lay that that trust down too, that that you're there to help them, and you have to show them that, not just tell them that. So yeah, well, it I sucks if that, you're in a one on one huge. and you're like, yeah, yeah, boss, like, uh, you know, this guy over here, he's really bugging me at work or whatever, and then the next thing you know, like that guy takes you out, he's you know, you're out in the parking lot, and he's like, hey man, like I heard I heard I freaking suck, I heard you hate me. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. How did you how did you know about that? I only told oh it's like oh you know, yep. like you want you wanna have that trust, but you also wanna have somebody that um I think that's that's where it's it's hard as a manager to balance like the listening versus the action thing, right? Like if somebody tells me, you know, hey, I'm struggling with this, it's really hard for me a lot of times to determine if they want me to do anything about it or if they want me just to listen and give some guidance like oh i would you know and oh. i think in some ways too like when they bring up stuff it's almost like i i, I don't really know if they're just because i think i think it's important as a manager to be able to have the people that report to you be able to vent to you as well like have that yeah. level of trust where they can come to you and be like dude i hate that we're doing this process 
or I hate that our company does this, or I hate that, you know, whatever. Like I want, and I want people to be able to vent to me or complain to me about stuff. And I feel like if you always are trying to take action on everything that your reports say, then you <laughs> lose that, right? Because I think a lot of times you, you just want somebody to be like, dude, that was so stupid. And then have the manager be like, yeah, that is dumb. You know, instead of the manager being like, yeah. oh, well, let's correct it. You know, let's fix that, whatever. Just be like, <laughs> just be like, oh, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like, I think it's stupid that our company does that, you know, or whatever. Um, I, I think I think you need somebody at work that's like that. And if you can find a manager that that is like that, too, that's willing to just kind of listen to you and sort of, hmm. you know, live in the moment with you. I think that helps, too. Uh, but it's really hard because I I don't I never know if that's what somebody wants or if they want me to like actually take action or give like even give advice like sometimes I don't even know if yeah. people want me to give them advice you know so Dang. I think I think that's also that's something a... from a contributor standpoint like be be open about that too with your manager like hey I'm having this like I had this challenge this week with you know this thing or whatever. But like, can I just talk to you about it? Like, can I just kind of vent a minute for about it or whatever? Versus like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm having this challenge with this thing. Um, can you fix it? You know, can you can you remove yeah. that blocker? Because I, I think there's a different. There's definitely a difference there, depending on what you need as a human at the time. One of them's not going to be the right choice, right, for your manager to do. Yeah, that's a great point. That's something I hadn't considered. And that has to be, I, I imagine that has to be very hard to discern the difference in, at times, you know, because <laughs> your takeaway might be, I need to fix this thing. I see this as a blocker, as a manager, but your your IC might actually be very embarrassed if you try to break or try to fix something for them. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want that at all. They just wanted to vent. And that could be a really <laughs> bad thing right there. So having to discern that would be very difficult. So I think that's a great point as an, as an IC when you're about to vent about something or when you're looking for um, help with something, um, try to make it clear what you want out of <laughs> what you're saying, right? So your manager yeah. can know best how to help you. I think that's a really great point. Yeah, like approach it as like, I need some guidance on this. Like, here's the situation. Or, you know, hey, I just need to vent. Like, can I just chat with you about this thing? Because yeah. yeah, I think you. I think the manager can unknowingly break trust when you 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 bring to the manager something that you just want to vent about, but the manager feels like they want to help you, so they go and take action or something, right? And then it's like, mm-hmm. well, you shouldn't have taken action. You know, you should have just yeah. minded your own freaking business. And it's like, <laughs> well, it's like, well, I didn't know. Like you didn't tell me. I, it's my job to like help out. Because I think sometimes, like I've done this. You know, when when with my manager too, right? Like, I've done this where it's like I just want to tell them something that's kind of on my chest or whatever, just get it off my chest. But I don't want them to necessarily do anything about it. And then they do something about it, and then it's kind of like, whoa, I didn't like, no, that wasn't that wasn't cool. Yeah. And then the next time, I don't even want to talk to them because I feel like yeah, they're just gonna be like try to be superhero and fix my problems, and I don't want that. You know, like I want to solve my problem myself, <laughs> but I just want that support. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tricky. And I don't think, I think, I think the majority of managers, um, have very good intent. And I think oftentimes you as an individual contributor, just, you know, just as a person, I think oftentimes 
you feel like the manager doesn't have good intent sometimes. Like I think, yeah, I think that's almost like the default. It's like kind of like what you it's brought like up a stereotype. Earlier. Yeah, right. It's like oh, that's just he's just the man or whatever you know. Just the, he's the representative <laughs> of the company. He doesn't get it, you know, or you know, she yeah. doesn't understand what I'm going through or whatever. But <clears throat> I think most managers, um, I think I, most managers, I would say the majority of them, want to support and want to help. And sometimes just in that communication process, you know, we don't get it enough to understand what you really want. And I think that's that breaks trust. And it's totally like unknowing. Like we have the best intentions for sure. We just didn't know. And so Mm -hmm. and I think you can turn. That's how I think people turn into micromanagers. I think there are people that are just micromanagers. But I think I think a lot of people turn into micromanagers because they don't they don't they're not getting the they're not getting what they need to make decisions or to feel like they're being helpful and so then they're like well i need to watch andy you know i need to f- and how's how's andy doing i'm gonna follow him home just to make sure his car's okay like <laughs> <laughs> you know like he's not telling me he's not telling me anything so i gotta go find out and you you turn into like you know magnum pi like you turn into the investigator <laughs> instead of the manager and I think it's with good intention. I don't, you know, it's never, I don't think it's, you know, being, being uh, like somebody wants to ruin your life, but it's, it quickly turns into, you know, you're ruining my life because you're stalking me now. And yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not letting me like, uh, you're not letting me do my job, right? You're kind of, yeah. you're kind of telling me what to do every way, which is not fun for anybody, right? Yeah. That's, that's a really great point. That's that's really interesting. I think you brought so, up so in the Patrick, one-on-one. Oh, sorry. You go. No, ahead. no, you go for it. I'll, I'll. No, you ask your question. Mine, mine wasn't as serious as I think yours is going to be, so I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say um, the one thing I think people are you, you brought up feedback in your in the one-on-one template that you're talking about earlier. I was going to bring up what you can do to help your manager is give them critical feedback. Um, I, I, I think most people, like we just talked about, have, we have this stereotype or, of our manager that like they, 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 they want to control you or whatever, but they, they, need to, <laughs> they need to know, they need to understand what's going on. And I think critical feedback is super important to them. Like tell I them how so it too. is, you know? Yeah. And I think managers want to, they want to look for a way to improve, like what, how they're doing things, right? They're always looking for that. Um, so I think it's important to give that to them. You know, you, you should tell them like how, how they can do better. It's not always easy to know <laughs> how they can do better, but if it is very clear to you, like you, they've done something that you're not a fan of, um, it's, it's great to tell them, um, don't be afraid because I think most managers, they want to be better. They want to make sure that what they're doing equals your happiness. Right. Um, cause that's, that's their main job is to keep you happy and keep you, uh, uh, keep you working, right. Keep you, you know, staying for the company and producing for them so uh making sure that um they know the best way to do that i think that's that's very key so that's a great point yeah if you feel like they're micromanaging you tell them like hey i feel like you don't have to be a jerk about it but you can say like yeah i feel like you're kind of micromanaging like i feel like i'm being micromanaged i i know that's probably not your intent but like that's how it feels you know and then the the manager will be like whoa hold on you know i'm not a jerk like why do you you know like I'll fix this. Okay. I'll cool off. Like yeah. they need they need feedback just like 
you need feedback on your work too. Like a manager needs feedback yeah. on how they're managing. So, and absolutely like it can't just be all, you know, you just don't want to be the manager. That's like, you think you're like the cool manager who like has a lot of respect, <laughs> but then behind the scenes, like everybody hates you. Cause you're like horrible. You just don't want to, you know, you want to be that guy yeah. who, who doesn't get any feedback from anyone, you know? That's like the worst case scenario. <laughs> you think you're yeah. great and everyone hates you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I you want to be self-aware. Some, <laughs> I think those are some great tips. I like your. I like the uh, the one-on-one template idea, and sort of being prepared for that one-on-one from an individual contributor tan- standpoint and a manager, because that'll make that mm-hmm. conversation um, much more useful. Yeah, I think so too. Give it a shot, Patrick. Let us let us all know how it goes. Okay, I'm over gonna do it. Good old canopy. We're gonna put it in practice. Cool. So I, I was so I was gonna ask you, Patrick, real quick. Um, what what I imagine all managers do is they have like a special <laughs> room somewhere just hidden, and they have like all of the people they all of the people they're over, like you know, a picture of them hung up on the wall and like yarn. It's like one of those yarn walls. So they like keep track of all the things that are going on with those people. Um, can you, can you tell, I'm looking at, I'm looking at you on, on our, our video call. I don't see that behind you anywhere. Is, is that something that's true? Like that, yeah. like how, how do you keep track of, of all the things going on and all the people that you manage? Well, and the way I'm sitting, you can't see it. It's, it's always in front of me. It's right here on the wall in front of me. Okay. It's okay. Right here. Yeah, <laughs> I got all the I got all the people. You know, like there's Emma with the yarn over here, over to all of her stuff. And, um, the criminal record, the background, everything. It's all there. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. you, I, I, you can't keep track of it, man. Like it doesn't. Like there's no way to keep track of it. You just have to do your best and like get to know people. I think. You just have to get to know them as a human. That's what you're saying. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, like right, as, assuming fine. they want they want you to let you get to know them as a human. I, there's some people that don't that don't want that, you know, and that's a hard <laughs> sure. balance. It's like they don't want me to know where they live for some reason. Like I'm a nice guy. What am I gonna do? I just want to send you <laughs> a crumble cookie every once in a while. Like, that's not a big deal. I, I right? loved it when you showed up at my window and, and he just waved and then yeah. walked away. I, I thought that was just a great wave. experience when you were my manager. <laughs> I when you never... left notes on my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only time, the only, see, I would, with my fellow designers, I've driven to their house at night and taken a picture <laughs> and texted it to them. I've done that. That's fun. But I would never do that as a manager because that's, that's borderline. <laughs> But, but Andy, yes, call. if you if you really want to have some fun one night and you're kind of bored, just drive over to your buddy's house at night and just drive past his house, her house, take a picture of the house, and then text it to him and then drive away. It's hilarious. <laughs> I noticed all your lights are off. Are you in bed now? <laughs> And like maybe even maybe even get out of the car and like kind of 
go toward the grass, you know, so it's like a weird, it's like a, you get that kind of weird angle where the house looks really big, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's nice, too. Makes me think you're, like, laying in the yard or something. My, my the favorite thing that you did for me as a manager, Patrick, is <laughs> a, you remember this, right? That time you threw a rock through my window with a, a piece of paper tied to it, just saying that said, I just I just wanted to say hi and that I appreciate you. That yeah. was so great when you just that threw that awesome rock love, through yeah. my window. <laughs> well, I needed to get your attention, Andy. So yeah, I'm out there. Standing, That's a good way to do it. Yeah, I'm out there standing in the rain, wondering if you're okay. And, you know, I had to do I had to do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holding up that boombox above above your head didn't work, so you had to throw a rock through my window. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss it, Patrick. It yeah. was it was it was good times. Oh, the good old I, days. I hope I hope the designers that you're over right now get to enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> After I got out of prison, they've been it's been a little bit different, but. Okay, you've you've changed your ways a little bit, huh? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Okay. <laughs> well. Okay. Well, I hope Anonymous has some good tips, pro tips. Yes, I think, uh, I think we've learned some great things from the manager side of, of of the conversation as well as the IC. So I think everyone out of this hopefully is able to uh, to grow a little bit more, uh, grow their relationship with uh, their manager or their IC a little bit more. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go go throw rocks through someone's window. Tell them tell them how much you appreciate them, and just randomly, will be yeah, better. just a nice, yeah, just a little rock that says, "Hey, I'm grateful for you." <laughs> <laughs> through the front window on a Tuesday evening while you're trying to watch TV, you know, something like that. Yeah, it's nice. It's a good surprise. It is. It is. Yeah. It's not not a time when you're thinking about your manager typically. So it's it's really nice to have that just pop up again. Yeah. You just just know that you're appreciated. You know, at at ten thirty at night, you want to know that. Yeah. Your manager's thinking about you. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lots of pro tips. <laughs> okay. Well. Bye, Andy. Bye, talk, Patrick. Thanks for the. You. Thanks for talk, the. Yeah. Talk to you next week. <laughs> You'd think we'd have this figured out, um, how to how to talk to each other, <laughs> but yeah, um, that'll be great, Patrick. Let's let's have another conversation next week, um, and then we'll hit a record button while we're at it. Okay, let's do it. Sounds fun. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the pod. Real quick before you take off, we need your topics. Shoot an email to topics at designmuch.org or go to designmuch.org/contact and fill out the form. If you enjoy this episode and want to support us, go ahead and share the pod with some friends, coworkers, your weird aunt, that guy who takes your money every morning at the McDonald's, your hamster, really just whoever you want to. Lastly, go grab a Design Much t-shirt at designmuch.threadless.com and wear it freaking proudly. That's it, guys. Now have a good week, design nerds.